Hi everyone, I'm Cree and today I'm doing the talk for this Sunday. Let's go. Uh, I'm so excited to be here talking to you today. It's a real honour to be asked and uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be sharing what I feel like God has spoken to me about for this area today. And uh, I'm a third year student. I study social policy at Bristol Uni. Uh, I've been uh, at St Nick's since it started, I think two years ago now, and I absolutely love it, love St Nick's, love what you guys have been doing over lockdown, super grateful for church, and how even though things have been a bit wild the past, I don't know, however many months it's been, so grateful for church and for family and um, for the Sunday. So it's a real honour to be speaking at one now. Um, yeah, I'm a third year. I live with three other girls from church, Zoe, Presh and Julie. Um, and I, I love Bristol. Um, and I'm really excited to be talking to you today about inviting people to church. Uh, this is something I think we can all relate to because whether we've grown up a Christian or not, we all know what it's like to walk into a church and to be invited somewhere and uh, as I was preparing this I just was asking God like yeah what, what should I say what should I talk about and I felt God say inviting someone to know me is no small thing you are inviting someone into friendship with me every time we uh, invite someone to church or to know Jesus or talk about Jesus with a person we are inviting them into a beautiful relationship with God it is no small thing and uh, today I want to read from a passage in Luke Luke 15 verses 47 and it says suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent and I love this passage uh, in terms of inviting people to know Jesus because it really simplifies it I love how when Jesus talks about this he focuses on the one on the one person sometimes I feel like we can get so overwhelmed with all these people who don't know God and there's so many people in my life who I would love for them to know the love of God for them to know that they're known that their love that Jesus died for them but I love how Jesus simplifies it in this passage that every one person counts that he would look for every one person for one person's whole life Jesus is looking for them and I had this um, season a couple of years ago where I would be walking down the street and I would feel God say to me about like a stranger, just be like, he's my one, she's my one, any person. And it just, it like got me because I was just thinking like, it is so simple that every one person in our lives is his lost sheep, is his one that he would look 
look for, go after, and then throw a heavenly party for, right? And we are all his one. All throughout our lives, Jesus has been walking with us every single day. And I love that truth. I love that thing that like, if Jesus would have died just for me, just for you, for one person, he still would have, he still would have done it because he wanted us so much. So when you're inviting people to church, you're looking for that one sheep, as well as all the others, we are looking for the one. The next thing is, uh, I think like inviting people to church is a posture of the heart. It's a lifestyle. It's like being that inviting person. You know, people who you just like love being around, right? Who like, I can think of so many people in my life who just being around them gives me energy, gives me joy. And I think it's, it's that thing of being an inviting person. Jesus was the most inviting person. I love how when he met his disciples, it says when he met Peter, he just said, come, follow me. And then Peter dropped his nets and followed him like that. He must have been a great vibe, a great person to be around. You know, he was just naturally inviting. It wasn't just like a one-time thing of, you know, giving someone an alpha card or inviting one person to church or it was his whole nature. His whole lifestyle was to be inviting. And it makes me think we as Christians um, need to walk in integrity and integrity is just being the same place, uh, the same person in one place as another place. So being the same person at church on a Sunday as you are at uni on a Wednesday, in the traffic jam on a Thursday, in the co-op on a Tuesday. Uh, there are more days of the week, but I'll stop there. You know, it's about walking in integrity and, and being um, authentic. And I love how um, God can use so many different parts of our lives to bring people to him that we aren't even expecting. He could use you walking into the co-op to bring a lost one, a lost sheep home to him. I saw an article the other day about uh, how on Fortnite they have started this ministry, how people are like trying to share the gospel on Fortnite. How amazing is that? You know, like God can use any part of your life. And it makes me think of back when I was in year 11 at school. uh, I had this friend and it was a Friday afternoon. Everyone was like super tired and I can't remember what the teacher was teaching. And um, my friend was was just chatting to me. She's one of my really good friends. And she was saying like, I don't get what you mean when you say God speaks to you, when you feel the love of God. Like what is like the Holy Spirit? What is that? Which is fair, because I guess when you don't get it, it does sound a bit wacko. And uh, and I was just in that moment, I just felt kind of God give me this boldness just to invite the Holy Spirit and for her to feel it herself. And so I just said to her, I was like, it just means he loves you. It, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, he brings love and and why don't we just ask for that right now? And my friend was like, what? And I was like, I didn't really know what I was doing either. And I was in set five for math, so I didn't know what the teacher was even teaching about. So whatever. But um, we're sitting there and I remember as we were talking about it and inviting the Holy Spirit, my friend, she was like, Cree, my heart's racing, my heart's racing. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is actually happening. And she was like, I, I, I feel this and she was she was tearing up and she was experiencing the love of God 
And I was like freaking out. I was like, this actually works. This is mad. And she was experiencing the love of God as our math teacher was talking about algebra. Who knows? And uh, she didn't become a Christian after that. She, but she, you know, still isn't. But she encountered the love of God. And that story has always stayed with me because it's made me think it doesn't matter where we are or what we're doing. God can use us. And uh, it could be when you're, you know, in the park with another parent looking after your kids, or it could be at work in the staff room or wherever it is. God can use any moment of any day to bring his lost sheep home. And uh, next thing I want to talk about is no matter where we are in the process of inviting someone to church, we are important. It, it might be that um, you're the first Christian that person has met in ages. I remember being in halls at Union first year and, and some of my flatmates had never met like a young Christian who was kind of like normal. So they were they were like surprised that I would do things that like other people, you know, like non-Christians would do, like... I don't know, wear makeup or love music or I don't know. And to them, that was like, wow, like Christianity can be relevant to my age. You know, maybe that's just you being yourself or maybe you're the person who's really kind to someone when everyone else has walked away from them. Or maybe you're the person who sends someone a card and flowers when they're going through a really tough time where they've lost someone. Or maybe you just show the joy of knowing Jesus, whatever it is, whether you're the person who just talks, has a conversation at the beginning, or you're the person right at the end who's bringing someone uh, to Jesus when they give their life, you are just as significant. I have a friend who I tried for years for her to get to know Jesus. We would chat about it for ages and ages and ages. And I was like, when's the time? When's she going to do it? And it wasn't till she went off to uni and got really involved in another church that she started really knowing Jesus. And that wasn't me bringing her, that was someone else. But my part in her story at the beginning is just as significant. So just be encouraged wherever you are with the people around you who you really want to come to church. And maybe they keep on saying they will, but don't. Or maybe they're like the, the person you're like, they're never going to walk into a church unless it's a wedding or a funeral. Wherever it is. You are significant and what you say matters. And uh, finally, I want to ask us the point of all this. Why do we do this? Why do we invite people to church? And when I was preparing this, I just, I felt God be like, remember why. Remember why we do this. Remember the moment God found you. When God searched for you, his lost sheep, his one, and he found you. What was that moment like when you knew, when you found out, like, God is real. He loves me. I'm his daughter. I'm his son. And I just feel like when we remember that moment, when we, when we go back there, it puts it into perspective. We have the privilege of inviting people into abundant life. When Jesus says, I have come to give life and life in its abundance, we are here to bring people to him. And we don't do this on our own. I love in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, just when Jesus was about to go up to heaven after he died. 
He said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Or in the Passion Translation, uh, that last bit translates to, I am with you every day. I love that. I love how every single day Jesus is helping us. We do not do this alone. This is not some religious action we're doing. This is out of a place of relationship of loving Jesus. And maybe for you, the thought of inviting someone to church right now is really distant and weird to say to someone like, come watch online church with me, you know, sending them a link or maybe that's saying, come do online alpha with me or even um, it could be just sending them a worship song or a sermon, whatever it is. Maybe if you were like, oh, nah, not me. Like, I haven't even thought about God in months. My Bible is dusty. I can't remember one verse. Like, I'm not in the place to bring someone to Jesus. I so know how that feels. However, you are. Whether you've been a Christian for one minute or 70 years, you are qualified to bring people to know him. And if there's any shame in your heart or fear or anything that's separating you from God at the moment, I just encourage you in the worship just to lay that before him and just to ask him to give you that desire to invite people to know him and to walk in friendship with him. So I'm going to close in a prayer. But guys, let's be bold. Let's be courageous. Let's invite the lowest of the society and the people who intimidate us the most. Let us be people of love who, who change Bristol, who change the world. So Jesus, I just pray right now for everyone listening to this, that you would lay on our hearts the people who are your lost sheep, your ones, Lord Jesus, who you have so much for, who you desire so much to come into your kingdom. Give us courage, Lord, to invite people. And thank you that when one person comes home, there is a party in heaven that we can we can join in that celebration of the angels in heaven. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would give us the people who you want to come into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.